Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 107. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I am okay. How okay. are you? Yeah, I'm uh, sad, but okay. Thank you to everyone who is listening to us today. We appreciate that. And we appreciate all of your feedback with us and interactions. Today we have a heavier topic than usual. Um, but you know, when I think about this is the Less Stress Family Podcast. And when I think about what is the highest level of stress, it probably has to do with death. Right. And if anybody flips on the TV any time in the past five months, you probably have seen some kind of news that it was related to a death toll. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that is COVID-related or people feeling economic pressures and turning to suicide, or there's just a lot of variations. And then there is just the reality that we have the cycle of life. And at some point, that's going to come and be a part of everyone's reality right so uh this is also a disclaimer we don't edit this podcast usually that's why you hear birds in the background or phone calls in the middle of the podcast yeah children but we'll probably be editing this podcast because it's we're pretty raw um yeah so go ahead today's topic is (laughs) losing your best friend yeah so this morning i got a text that one of my best friends keith had passed away and last week i mentioned him uh, to just to pray for him because he was at the end of his journey of cancer. Um, he's been he's been battling stage four cancer for what over three, over years? three years. Yeah, so he's just been a very very dear friend to to me to our family. So I want to do the first part of this uh, podcast to kind of honor Keith as a friend, but also we want to talk about. I mean, we kind of talk with our kids this, this morning over breakfast. You know, just sort of the death process and i think even more important how you how you live your life is so much more important almost than how you die you know right so you know i'll just talk about keith real quick Uh, he just loved to worship the lord um he was a musician he was not like a super talented musician but i mean he was he led worship all over the place i mean like people would ask him churches would say please come because like when he sang and when he played it's like the lord's presence was just it was like wow, so <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. just, and if you if you've never experienced something like that, where it wasn't just like, oh, here's three songs, I'm gonna do the chorus and the verse and the chorus, and he wasn't like that. Like he would just play and he would sing, and whatever he felt led to do, he would do it in the right in the middle of service. And it was kind of for me, it was kind of like awkward at the beginning, you know, because you just when I was playing with him, I never knew where he was gonna go. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> and I would be frustrated after service. Like, what the heck is he doing? I tell you, I was like, I don't even know where he's going. We weren't even supposed to sing that song. That was even on the list. And he'd do this, and he would stop. He just stopped the music. He's like, I feel like the Lord is wanting to do this right now. And it was just, it was just awesome. And people, it was just, it was really cool. You have anything on that? Very different from yeah. It was not programmed. Yeah, not of. not a program at all. Um, he loved his family. I would say above, you know, he loved the Lord and he loved his family. Like he just dedicated his life to to be involved with his family. 
more than his career. You know what I mean? Like he was family first and then career after that. Right. And he was also hilariously funny. Oh my (laughs) goodness. He's one of the funniest people that you'd ever meet, but you just dry humor. And that's what was so funny. Straight faced. You just couldn't. straight faced. Like I'd be sitting in a restaurant with him and you just never know what he would say to people. And just straight faced and turn around, and they would just kind of be standing there, the waiter or waitress afterward, not knowing what not happened. Not knowing how to react. Yeah, it was just <laughs> hilariously funny. So, I think I think the problem with life is that we forget that it ends. You know, right? Like I feel like that has been the thing today. It's like, oh yeah, life does end, and you we get in our routines and our normal life, and we forget that it it does end sometimes. Right. So Stephen Covey has that famous quote about beginning, beginning, always begin with the end in mind. Right. And we. So you picture the end, and that's where you want to be building your life toward. Yes. And in the busyness of life, a lot of times we just forget that. Right. So you're going to talk about. So we just watched a video. It was like an inspirational video on YouTube with Denzel Washington, but he made the comment that he's never seen a hearse with a U-Haul pulled behind it. Right. And I just think that Keith did a really good job of prioritizing his relationship with the Lord, his relationship with his family, and his relationship with other people over necessarily, you know, collecting things of this world. Right, for sure, yeah. So um, so we sat down with our kids today. We sat down with them at the breakfast table, and we shared the news about Keith's death. Um, Keith was our pastor for quite a while um just i mean he's my age um and um but you know our kids were definitely troubled um by it but you know i'd been telling them hey kind of giving them updates that hey he's not doing well right um that kind of thing it wasn't a big shock it wasn't a big shock but everybody was very very sad at the at the table this morning but i kind of want to just kind of share here kind of what we said um you know, to think about in your in their own life because they've got to make choices just like everybody else. You know, our own kids, right. even though we try to raise them as perfect as we are, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With hopefully not too much therapy, they'll have to go through. But I talk to them about knowing the Lord. Like they they have to look in their own hearts. Like it's not about you know going to church and religious tradition and singing three songs and a prayer and then a sermon and then you know <laughs> those right. routines. Don't you don't necessarily connect you with the Lord, right? It's really about walking with the Lord daily, yeah, on a daily, and that's what Keith always exemplified—just a quiet, peaceful life, you know. Yeah. And so I was scared for a while between the two of you that our families would be forced to join an Amish community. <laughs> we talked about it, Keith and I, but Keith we didn't have the guts. At one point, gave us a painting <laughs> of like an Amish. I don't know, buggy, buggy and or like something. on a trail. It was I was always like, ongoing thing between us. So his wife and I were starting to make exit strategies. Right. <laughs> so yeah, Amanda, I don't think she would appreciate that life anyway. But Keith and I did. We we actually had a friend who joined the Amish community who was yeah. who traveled the world. I mean, like he was non Amish. Right. And he joined the Amish community. And Keith and I went to go visit him. And after that, we were like, uh, yeah, we're done. <laughs> we don't have the guts to handle that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, live a life of peace with as many people as you can, and I think Keith um, lived that out as as best he could. Oh yes, there yeah. were times that I would witness things, and I was like, "You just need to smash their head at this point." <laughs> yeah. And he had a almost like a grandfatherly nature. Yeah, he was and like so. He was always 
looking out, I have the tendency to want to compete. Mm-hmm. But he had this gift of not yeah. wanting to compete with each other, but almost like it was even more than how I feel towards my kids, you know, like wanting them to do better than me. It was almost right. like that next generation. So yeah. we just kind of start calling and, it the grandfather anointing. Yeah. And and he had a saying, he said, uh, brothers compete, but fathers empower. Mm. That's really good. And he would use that talking about how churches, a lot of times as brothers, compete against each other. Mm. And we don't really empower people. We want to compete with numbers or, you know, whatever. And that I mean, that applies just across the board, you know. Right. That if you don't have a father's heart to empower people to be better than you, you're always going to be, you know, you always fall back into that. It's like the crabs in the bucket, you know, when the crabs... Right, one, that place one of crab, competition. One crab tries to get out of the bucket and the other crabs will pull him down. Right. Which uh, So if you're not familiar with that, a single crab in a bucket... Right. can get out. Right. But multiple crabs cannot get out of a bucket because the other crabs will continually pull the climber down back right. in. Right. And Keith always said, you know, hey, you we got to empower people to be better than you, which takes extreme humility, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. We talked about loving family. He has four kids, so you can definitely pray for them. I mean, that's it's going to be hard. Um and Amanda his wife. So, yeah. um but he he loved his family a lot and you know, it was obvious. Right. And the last thing we talked about with the kids was really just enjoying life. Right. Like if we know that our days are numbered, right. but we don't know how many that is, then that means every day we need to really enjoy it. And we mm-hmm. talked about like really giving your all when you're right. working, yep. but Give also it. giving your all when you're playing right. and really enjoying the food on your plate and just... Yeah. Give Fully it just yeah. Give one hundred ten with everything. Like the food you eat, enjoy the meal. Cause Keith was a good cook, right? And you know he could cook up a bunch of good stuff. Um, enjoy that, you know. And, and we told the kids, and we had good conversation with our kids. I think they they got that. It's like if you're playing video games, enjoy it. Like right. don't you know en- enjoy the pleasures of life. And and when you work hard, like really work hard. <laughs> like right. give it give it your all, give it your best. So I think that's. Um, and I think That's that was kind of, that was helpful for our children. Just I think to so. process through it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they could tell I was very upset, and you were very upset, and, right? And they knew something was up this morning. So right. But uh, yeah, I think we just wanted to share those things. Um, you know, we don't know how long we have on this earth, and whether you have cancer or you have some disease or you have whatever, you, we're still not guaranteed. Uh, a lot of days on this earth. And so we do need to enjoy it. We do need to appreciate the people in our life. So I think it's been a hard day, but I think I'm coming to the point. It's just like, I've got to, I've got to enjoy Keith's gone, but I can still, I have almost a responsibility to enjoy the day more, hmm. you know? Right. Because he's gone. He can't live that day, but I can. Right. And I feel like this is something that as a parent, you know, no, nobody wants just to be like, okay, kid, so today let's talk about the fact that you're going to die. You know, I mean, that's just not a fun conversation. With adults either. <laughs> right. But I feel like having those conversations equips our children. Because mm. one thing that I see, and, you know, I don't know, I can't even remember. Maybe it's the millennials that are now called the teacup generation or whatever. because right. they Snowflakes. Just, yeah. Snowflakes or whatever. Like we have to let our kids know that life has a component that's not 
all unicorns and rainbows. Right, for sure. And I feel like when we can have those honest, safe conversations, like mm-hmm. around the dining room table, and we're discussing it together, then when down the road life smacks them in the face, right. they at least have a grid of, yep, mom and dad said this would happen <laughs> one day. Right. You know, and it's not, they're not questioning, gosh, I must have failed at something because... I'm suffering, right, you know, yeah. that we've already said, listen, you're promised that there will be suffering in your life. Right. It's not because you screwed up. I mean, it could be, but you could suffer and never have and really do it. And do it right. Right. Yeah. Made bad choices. Right. And, and that's, I think that's where the church is. The Western church has just totally dropped the ball on suffering and understanding that that's just, that's just part of it. Right. So, yeah. So there are some, I think the, the thing that causes stress for parents, part of it is trying to make the world appear like a Walt Disney movie <laughs> to your children. Right. Like yeah. that. I mean, that adds I a know. lot of stress. That's a stress on everybody. Yes. And so it's not real. It's not. <laughs> and so I think just acknowledging the hard things and the difficult things and verbalizing that and processing that with your children um, um, really helps them and benefits them. Right. Down the road. And and within the context of the relationship. You know, like, it's somebody they know. Right. You know, it's not just throwing them at a, watching a movie about death, which, I mean, that can be powerful too. But um, I think that personal relationship, that connection, which is why you should know your kids should be hanging out with, like, older people too. Right. Like, not just the young, healthy people. They need to be hanging out with elderly people who don't have very long to live. <laughs> I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much for taking time to listen and hang out with us. Remember, and this is just highlighted maybe more than ever by today's topic, but you are valuable. What you do with every minute, with every hour, with every day matters. We would love to connect with you. You can connect with us on our website, lsfpodcast.com, on our Facebook page, or on Shauna's Instagram account, Shauna Cherie Wood. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you.